the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good Thursday morning. And it is a good morning. Uh, We'll talk about why here in just a moment. But you're listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Woolley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of The Ohio Press Network. You can read our stuff at theohiopressnetwork.com. And, uh, boy, do we have an action-packed show with star-studded guests today. In just a moment, I'm going to talk with State Representative Gary Click. Uh, At 1135 today, Mark R. Weaver is going to be here. We're going to break down one, maybe two cases. Uh, There's a real troubling uh, case involving a leaker of thousands of tax documents. Uh, and this guy might be getting a slap on the wrist. And of course, uh, he's somebody who went after Trump. So uh, we're going to talk about that uh, perception of a two-tiered system of justice. We'll also talk about what the Supreme Court said regarding Texas and its ability to protect the border um, from you know, illegals uh, crossing in droves. And then uh, 12.06, Adam Hewitt's going to be here. Lots of things to talk about with respect to Republicans who are running for Congress there on Capitol Hill and uh, who he needs uh, to talk about and who you need to be thinking about uh, from a conservative perspective. And then at 12.35, uh, current state representative Reggie Stoltzfus, who represents Ohio's 50th House District, will be here. He is... Uh, the co-author of Save Women's Sports, which was in House Bill 68 that the Senate overrode yesterday. Great news. Uh, And so he will talk to us about House Bill 68, but also about his race uh, to represent Ohio and Washington, D.C. as the representative for the 6th Congressional District, what his platform is, and some surprising tactics from his opponent uh, Senator Ruley, uh, who is also a Republican, that is a three-man race, but I think Stoltzfus and Ruley are the two favorites. So we'll we'll hear from Representative Stoltzfus at twelve thirty-five. But uh, without further ado, let's go to the phone line and welcome in State Representative Gary Click. Representative Click, uh, congratulations, sir. How are you this morning? Well, I am on cloud nine, Jack. What a great day to wake up with the promise that Ohio's children. Uh, are going to be safe from uh, surgical and medical mutilation, and that women's sports will be protected. And get this, this is a novel idea, Jack, that, that only women can play in women's sports. Who would have ever thought of that? Yeah, I mean, you know, Title IX and stuff. <laughs> uh, what were they thinking? You know, why didn't they just make that for women? Uh, you know, it's crazy. It's cra- I'll tell you what was crazy, and I don't know that I want to <laughs> put a rain cloud over this, but I, I was able to watch some of the testimony yesterday uh, in the uh-huh. Senate, and uh, it, it was, first of all, I, I'll say this, it was absolutely disgusting to me, uh, the emotional yeah. response from Democrats who don't have any medical or scientific evidence to back their positions. But we heard things no. uh, like you posted on Twitter about 
Japanese internment camps, uh, trans adults in roller derby as excuses as to why we need to gender mutilate and drug our kids. Um, was that? Let's talk about lobotomies and forced sterilizations. <laughs> yes, let's talk about that. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy to me that, first of all, that, that this fell completely along party lines. And I want to remind our listeners, by the way, every Republican in the Senate voted to override the veto, except for Nathan Manning. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, and then Sandra O'Brien, she actually was not in the upper chamber yesterday, um, but the, the bill passed uh, with four more votes than than even needed. So um, you hit it, Gary. What do our listeners need to know? What does House Bill 68 do in your view? Well, 68 uh, does so, several great things. So the first thing it started off doing and continues to do is protect children from this harmful slogan. It's not science. Uh, of gender-affirming care. First of all, I mean, it's wrong. All three words are wrong. Number one, gender is not separate from sex. You know, and they say things like, you know, let kids play in the sport that aligns with their gender identity. You you have sex. You're male or you're female unless you are a person who experiences a disorder of sexual development, which is, you know, the intersex people. And that's a whole different category. That's a, that is a, actually a biological condition. This is a mental health issue. So there is no gender. There's no invisible gender. And I think Senator Rogner was so eloquent when she just came out and stated the facts yesterday. There is no such thing. Uh, and then affirming, they're not, affir- they say they're affirming the gender. No, they're affirming a dysphoria. They are affirming a m- mental health condition. And it, it would be no different than affirming someone who has anorexia. Say, yes, you are too fat. Let's give you some liposuction. Uh, they should affirm the child, the person, not the dysphoria. And then it is not care. This is not health care. This is anything but care. It is destruction. It is deforming. It is debilitating uh, to a child. But the liberals love to slap some silly name on it that makes it sound like it's good for you. And so we stop that. Uh, we do not stop mental health care for these kids, as we get accused of. And when they say we're stopping mental health, what they mean is we're requiring the parents to be a part of this. And you can't you can't groom these children without the parents consenting to it. And they say that's denying mental health care. It's not. It's reinforcing mental health care. And then we added in it in the House, we added Save Women's Sports to this bill. And that means that, again, like we started off, a novel idea that, that boys can't play in women's sports. Um, and, and Gary, so that includes college and high school, right? That, that includes high, college. That includes college and high school, correct? Yes, it includes college. Good. Yes, college Good. and high school. Yeah. So, uh, separate single sex athletic teams, um, based on the sex of the participants, and of course, it prohibits any state institution, college, etc., from knowingly permitting, permitting a male athlete to participate in female athletic competition. And uh, it actually authorizes uh, an athlete to file a civil action if the participant is deprived of an athletic opportunity, suffers harm, et cetera. And then mm-hmm. the other important part of the SAFE Act, so y- you talked about the big things. Um, it, it, it prohibits a physician from knowingly performing gender reassignment surgeries and prescribing cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers, but it also prohibits the physician from uh, aiding or abetting in those prohibited practices, and it requires healthcare professionals to not just slap this, you know, gender dysphoria or, you know, gender affirming care need on a, on a patient, 
without looking at other comorbidities like abuse or traumas or other conditions. That's a big thing, isn't it? That is a huge thing. So those are elements. As we watch this, you know, we wanted to be among the first. I'll be honest with you. We were and we, we were leading the charge. We have led the charge. We were, I think, the third state to introduce this. We're the 23rd state to actually pass it. But the ben- and, and I was frustrated with the delay, but the benefit of that is we were able to watch some of these things and dig in deeper as it happened in other states. And so we literally have the strongest bill in America on these things with those provisions that you talked about. So aiding and abetting, that means you, know, you can't say, okay, well, we're going to refer you to Michigan. You, know, you can't give those referrals to out-of-state doctors. That's aiding and abetting. Um, and so we, we've prohibited that. Uh, we are requiring the parents to be a part of the process, as I as I told you before. So those are some things that we add to this. You cannot uh, take custody away from a parent who will not provide the quote-unquote gender-affirming care. Uh, that has happened already in Ohio, and we're saying no. Maybe you have parent, uh, you know, a parents who disagree, and sometimes the courts will say, well, we're going to give this child, and I know people personally this has happened to, we're going to give this child to the person who will use their preferred pronouns and who will call a boy a girl or a girl a boy that's huge and dress them up and we're going to give them to them and no the the judges cannot do that anymore uh once the 90 days expires and this bill becomes law so we've got about a minute and a half here speaking of 90 days this bill becomes law in 90 days governor mike dewine issued an executive order that already outlawed um gender mutilation surgeries but the the one challenge that that we may see is that there is this grandfather clause, right? If if a child is say fourteen years of age or older and they start this regimen of puberty blockers, cross sex hormones, will they be able to continue that? They will. And I did not like the grandfather clause, but sometimes you know, you know, perfect can be the enemy of good, and so I had to give yep. that in order to get the bill passed. That was something that the governor had requested, um, and so we thought you know we can give in on this. Uh, we didn't like it. We, we gave it. But now we have evidence there is a rush to get children onto the puberty blockers yep. before the 90 days. The governor should. I've asked him to on my floor speech to put a ban on new prescriptions for puberty blockers or cross-sex hormones because there's going to be a rush. And we know even if this was a legitimate thing for anyone, they're not going to get the proper counseling. They're going to just be have these hormones slapped on them to get in in this 90-day window. And it's going to cause more and more and more damage to these kids. I, I hope he will take that advice, that that request, and that he will put that ban on that until this bill takes effect. Uh, State Representative Gary Click, he is. Uh, do, can you stick with me for another eight minutes on the on the other side of, of this course, break yeah, to, of to chat a little bit more? Uh, State Representative Gary Click, he's a Republican from Vickery, and uh, he was one of the massive. Uh, I don't know, representatives leading, not a massive representative, <laughs> massive in his support <laughs> for House Bill, <laughs> for, for supporting House Bill 68. And uh, he's going to stick around and chat with us more about 68 and some other things at the State House. So stay tuned. Hey, welcome back. And uh, I just want to remind you, if you just got engaged, the first thing you need to do is find a venue. And I want to tell you about ours at the Legacy on Possum Run. If you go to the LegacyOnPossumRun.com, you'll see the three beautifully unique spaces that comprise the venue. And you'll understand why 
<laughs> newly engaged couples from Cleveland to Columbus to Cincinnati are raving uh, about the legacy on Possum Run. The calendar is there for you so you can see what dates are open. Pricing is there so there's no guesswork. And you can also sign up for the free open house this Sunday. So um, if you're looking for a venue or you know someone who is, make sure you send them to thelegacyonpossumrun.com. And uh, just a note, uh, my, my wife largely runs that business. So when you utilize the venue, uh, we do benefit uh, welcome back in, uh, State Representative Gary Click. Thank you for sticking around. I want to talk to you about Governor Mike DeWine. Before we went to break, you said that you had urged the governor uh, to do something uh, to really prevent the run on drugs. So what we're seeing happening in, in uh, on social media platforms is that uh, parents and uh, gender clinics are, are telling people, hey, get your kids on these drugs now so they can be grandfathered in. Um, are you seeing the same thing, one? And two, what can Governor DeWine do about this to close that gap in the next 90 days? So absolutely, I'm seeing that, Jack. And uh, parents who are in the know, who have you know, worked with these groups, are seeing this. this the, the doctors are recommending, let's get these kids on the puberty blockers now. Once we get that started, you are in and you are grandfathered in and um yeah, and I, and in my floor speech, I've just asked the governor to do that. Uh, some people don't like the idea of executive orders. Uh, I'm not necessarily a whole big fan of them myself, but really here I'm talking about saving kids' lives. I'm talking about saving kids' body parts, uh, preventing kids from mutilation. And the mutilation is not just the surgeries. The surgeries are the sensational part, but the drugs do just as much, if not more, damage to a child. Uh, they are very deforming. Um, and, and they need to be, we need to keep as many kids off of these as possible. The governor can do the same thing he did with the surgeries. He can issue an executive order that stops that immediately and that carries through until the SAFE Act just takes effect because it takes 90 days. And, you know, that was my big issue with Governor DeWine issuing the first executive order. I mean, certainly it was great that he stopped gender mutilation surgeries. I looked at it as political theater, but the long-term sure. impact uh, is this, and, and I'm not a, a doctor, but it, it would seem to me you have to do steps one and two before you do step three. So if a child yeah. goes on puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, eventually the the gender mutilation surgery is what the prescription will be. And so yeah. it, if you're starting kids on those drugs, I don't know what the percentage is, but a large number of them will eventually, when they become now adults uh, because of this law – We'll get the surgeries. So really, um, they're kind of just trying to jam the funnel full of of patients that they'll have in the next, you know, whatever number of years. I mean, is that how you see it? For a lifetime. Yeah. Well, for a lifetime, Jack. Yeah. Absolutely. So what it, what happens is, again, once you start with these drugs, you change the way a person thinks. These are mind-altering drugs that you're putting these kids on. And it, when you have the wrong sex drug hormones in you, it also leads to depression. It increases depression short-term, as Chloe and our, our press conference with Chloe is online, and, and I shared that on my uh, ex account. You can go watch that full thing, and she'll tell you about it. it for the short-term, there is a positive sense and a feeling for these kids. Long-term, it's very destructive, very harmful, leads to greater suicides, a greater number of suicides. And so when we get the kids on the track, they're going to go all the way, most likely, to that surgery. The regret doesn't happen typically between seven and ten years. 
So and that's the typical. There are some who are much earlier, like Chloe, like Prisha, uh, and some of my other friends. But some of them maybe go a little bit longer, seven to ten years, and then they and, and there may be some who never regret it. But that's where the real regret starts, and that's when the suicide rate jumps by 19 times. Mm-hmm. Not 19 percent, 19 times the suicide rate kicks in. And so every one of these kids that's now rushing to get on the hormones is it, uh, 19 times more likely to take their own life than the general population. And every day that we delay, we are sending kids to their graves. And so he must do that. He ought to do that. He needs to do that soon. So the the way that you can reach Governor Mike DeWine is area code 614-466-3555. 614-466-3555. Light up his phone line. Light up his, inma- uh, his, his voicemail box. And, and let him know what you're thinking. Um, you know, I, I'm not shocked, but uh, the Columbus Dispatch published an opinion piece by Bill DeMora today titled Transphobic Ohio Lawmakers Attack Kids While Letting Spousal Rape Bribery Scandal Slide. Um, just disgusting. Uh, Bill DeMora's floor speech was embarrassing. Um, oh, but, it about made me want to puke. Help, help me understand. We've got about two minutes here. And then I also want to give you a chance to talk about Reggie Stoltzfus, who we'll be talking to a little later in the show. Sure. Um, please, please restore my hope. Were, were we seeing a lot of political theater from senators yesterday that are posturing for votes? Or are these people totally uh, drinking the Kool-Aid or, or swallowing the blue progressive pill of poison and believing that these drugs and surgeries are good for kids? I don't know if they're looking for campaign donations. I don't know. I don't know all of them personally, so I don't know what their motivation is. I just know that they're wrong. Uh, some of them, it's for political theater. But the irony is, is the Democrats actually agree with us by 46 to 38 percent. And then there's a large portion that's undecided. Uh, we were just, uh, Chloe and I and, and some other folks were having dinner last night. And a waitress come by, and we were talking to our waitress, who's a Democrat, and says, oh, no, this kid shouldn't be doing this. I don't want my babies doing this. And uh, and the Democrats agree, so I don't know. But maybe there are people who fund them, who donate to them. Uh, maybe they get you know, rainbow points somewhere. I don't know what their motivation is. But I do know that there are representatives that I've talked to and that I've also heard from the grapevine. There are probably three or four representatives that we have who actually agree with this bill, but they didn't have the courage uh, to stand up and vote for it because they had to bow the knee to Allison Russo and to her her squad. Hey, and, um, and that's Gary, that she would vote your caucus over your conscience. Well, I expect nothing more uh, or nothing less from the Democrats. About twenty seconds. Uh, I want you to plug Reggie Stoltzfus. I know that you wanted to say something. Hey, so Reggie is my Reggie's my friend. He when I first got here, he was like a mentor to me and a friend to me. Reggie and Jenna Powell were the original sponsors of save women's sports and so i would not have been able to pick that part up and carry it without reggie without jenna reggie is a champion he has my endorsement for for congress uh I, you'll never be ashamed of reggie i promise you that he will always deliver he's always going to be on the right side of things he has my 100 percent endorsement and and i'd encourage you folks to, your listeners to get behind reggie send him some cash i'm going to uh support him any way you can 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.